The following podcast contains true stories of sex, kink, gender, or body image. Thanks for being a consenting adult, because here we go. All of my life, I've never fit, but I won't complain and I won't quit. I am enormous, get used to it. Everyone tells me I'm too much. Maybe it's just you're not enough for me. Can't you see? I'm the kind of woman I'm supposed to be. Hi there, and welcome to the Body Storytelling Podcast. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour, and this week we have a story from Seattle stand up comedian Claire Weber. <laughs> Are you having a good week? <laughs> I just was having the best conversation with a friend, and we've come up with a weird concept. Who knows if it'll happen? But planning is the best part, right? My friend Reed Mahalko and I were having a conversation and I said, Reed, you're not going to believe this. But it has been, you know, over a year of having a broken heart and being gutted by the end of my relationship out of nowhere, not understanding what I did wrong, which really knocked me down, knocked me, <laughs> knocked me off my feet for a long time. But recently, I've been flirting with somebody. And the flirting is making me realize it's time to come back. This has taken way too long. I'm still a person who has an incredibly interesting life. I haven't partaken of that particular fruit in a very long time. So um, it's time for me to get back out there, right? I haven't had any fresh sex stories in a long time. So Reed said, well, should we have a coming out party for you or something like that? I'm like... What, like a Southern cotillion or something? Southern without all of the, you know, no Confederacy, none of that shit. The modern take, the sex positive take on the South. So we started laughing about planning Dixie's Dirty South debutante ball. We decided it should happen in New Orleans. Great excuse to do a show in New Orleans anyway. Plus I love New Orleans and I haven't been there in a long time. So we're trying to figure out how to make a party happen. Uh, if you're in New Orleans or if you travel to New Orleans for a debutante ball <laughs> it would be a great excuse for you know anyone to wear a big hoop gown and uh, speak in bad southern accents and dress up like Colonel Angus uh, yeah Colonel costumes and the whole thing and just imagine the cleavage I could rock in a full-on ball gown it's such a fun thought so who knows if it's even going to happen, but it's really fun to plan. I need a party. I need something. DixieCon never happened. I need something to look forward to. And to have a friend say, well, if you're finally getting back out there, we should make a party happen around it. And, you know, I love costumes, so that makes it especially fun for me. If you'd like to come to my debutante ball, let me know. I love to hear your ideas on riffing on this concept in a way that is 
not going to be any of the Dixie-related things that you know I hate. I left the South for a reason, but I still love it, especially New Orleans. In other news, I'm going to be speaking at Podcast Movement, and I'm really excited about that. If you don't know Podcast Movement, it's the largest podcasting conference in the world. I've been, when it happened in Philadelphia a few years before the pandemic, and it was a great conference. One of the best ones I've ever been to. And this year, even though they reject more than 90% of the pitches that they get, I'm going to be speaking. My topic is, or the name of my workshop is, Speaking About the Unspeakable how to tackle taboo subjects through podcasting. So if you're a podcaster and you struggle with that, or if you deal with that out in the world, this is gonna be some helpful subject matter for you. I'm thrilled that they took our pitch and that we're gonna get to speak because it means I get to go to podcast movement and I can't get out of it. You know, sometimes you just go, life's busy, I'm just gonna let that slide by. Well, you can't when you have to be there, which is one of the reasons I always love to be a volunteer or to run the door, anything like that at sex parties, because you can't just go, I'm tired, I'm going to stay home. You have to go and you have a great time. You know, I'm sure some people explore that concept with the gym, you know, oh, I'm going to make myself, I'm going to pack my shoes ahead of time. And that's going to make me go, well, that'll work for you. That won't work for me. For me, it's sex parties and signing up, which means that I get to, (laughs) which means that I'm going to be there and have a great time. I just have to get myself there first. Can you hear a little bit of a lisp, I wonder? I have been having a lot of trouble with this extracted tooth. I'm still in a lot of pain. I've taken all my antibiotics, but um, yeah, I'm a little self-conscious about it. And I'm hoping that it doesn't pick up on the podcast. I'm really gonna have to do something about this once it heals, but we're not there yet. So thanks for bearing with me. And I'm glad you're here. We've got a great story for you this week. My Helix sleep mattress changed my life. I love this part of the podcast. The part where I get to rave about how comfortable my mattress is. I ain't lying. Everybody who climbs in my bed oohs and awes about how incredibly comfortable this mattress is. I really needed a mattress about a year ago. And when I learned about Helix sleep, I took their simple quiz. It took less than two minutes to complete, and they match my body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress. And I ain't kidding, this thing's perfect. My Helix mattress is unbelievably comfortable. Helix makes it easy to figure out the right mattress for you. They have mattresses for spinal alignment to prevent morning aches and pains, soft, medium, and firm mattresses, and more. Helix even has mattresses with special cooling technology. That two-minute quiz matched me with the Helix Plus for plus-size sleepers, and it's just right for my ample curves. And it's not just me. Helix has over 12,000 five-star reviews and was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. So why not give them a try? They have a 10-year warranty, and you can try it out for 100 nights risk-free. Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep is never far away. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Dixie, take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Right now, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for listeners of the Body Storytelling Podcast. 
Just go to helixsleep.com slash D-I-X-I-E. Helix gets my highest recommendation. I really love this thing. You deserve quality sleep. So go to helixsleep.com slash Dixie right now for up to $200 off and two free pillows. Have you ever wondered about what kind of shenanigans you could get up to if you were surrounded by thoughtful, supportive friends and lovers? You'd probably get pretty wild, wouldn't you? Well, come to our next live body storytelling on Friday, July 22nd. We'll be exploring that concept in collaboration with the Bonobo Network, one of the largest sex positive communities in California. This is an evening of oh hell yes stories that'll make you think, wow, I really should start exploring more, shouldn't I? It's going to be inspirational. It happens Friday, July 22nd. Join us in person or on the live stream. There's a link to tickets in the show notes. I want to focus on you for a minute. How are you feeling? How are things going? If your answer was anything less than amazing, I want to help. Our partners at Calm have the tools you need to feel your best. Body Storytelling is partnering with Calm, the number one mental wellness app, to give you the tools that improve the way you feel. Calm can reduce stress and anxiety through guided meditations, improve focus with curated music tracks, and rest and recharge with Calm's imaginative sleep stories for children and adults. There's even new daily movement sessions designed to relax your body and uplift your mind. If you go to calm.com Dixie, you'll get an exclusive offer for 40% off a Calm premium subscription. Calm is ready to help you stress less, sleep more, and live a happier, healthier life. I'm a voice person and I love the narrator's voice on the Calm app. It's so soothing. I found it really helpful to turn on Calm during a flight. I have a lot of anxiety around flying and it helps me block out the chaos around me really well. Over 100 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds and new content is added every week. I want you to feel amazing. So go to calm.com slash Dixie for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm.com slash Dixie. I have a special fondness for this week's storyteller. Haven't seen them in a very long time. And let me tell you about them. Claire Weber started performing in dramatic theater, but was gently guided into other creative endeavors with director's notes such as, you make people intensely uncomfortable. And this production was meant to be seen by families. Stand-up comedy was a natural fit. Claire's dedication to her odd little id taints every aspect of her comedy and leaves an audience whimpering for more. Claire has performed at Bumbershoot and the Moth Seattle Grand Slam. Oh, and a warning. This story contains references to underage sexual exploration. Here's your story. This storyteller is Claire Weber. All right, look, (laughs) my parents did everything right when they realized I was spending hours after school watching the Discovery Channel and furiously humping an overstuffed chair. (laughs) 
like hours. My grades suffered. Long division homework spread everywhere while I'm watching the muscles ripple on a male lion as he grabs the back of the neck of the lioness and her slaughtered cubs lie all around them and he's humping and I'm humping. And my mother does everything right. Cause this, this could have ended worse. Like, cause admittedly we're starting out pretty bad. But this could have ended up with me thinking that my feelings are wrong and that there's something I should be ashamed about bubbling up within myself. And okay, look, I should be ashamed. But oh, don't, don't give me an awe here because lions. All right, all right look, let's go back a little bit. My parents did everything right when they realized that I was sitting in the jacuzzi of my apartment's hot tub just letting water stream onto my underage cooter. Like, like for hours at a time. And I, I thought I was getting away with it. I thought no one knew what I was doing. They were just too polite to say, hey, little kid, you're sticking all of that in your pussy. <laughs> oh, my mom would just ask, hey, honey, what you doing? And I'd sit there straddled on the edge of the hot tub and go, thinking. <laughs> Sorry, like, look, let me go back. <laughs> like, my parents did everything right when they realized I was dressing up in old Halloween costumes, staring myself down in the mirror, and fucking a pillow. Like, for hours at a time. <laughs> my parents did everything right when they realized that they had, like, a masturbation addict child. <laughs> Because, uh, not to be a little bit harsh, but there, there are some signs that could be a sign that there's some really heinous things going on. So they took me to a child sexual health counselor, and it turns out I'm just precocious. <laughs> and so they did everything right. My mom took me aside and said, Honey, there are some things that we do in private. And I said, like, what I do when we're watching the lions? <laughs> And she said, yes, just like that. <laughs> and so the next time that we sat and we watched the lions, I stood up and proudly announced, I'm gonna go have private time in the bathroom. <laughs> and if some of you are uncomfortable by this subject matter, you should be, okay? This is about a little kid masturbating, so that's on you. <laughs> That's on you. But, okay, oh, don't, oh. For the purposes of this story going forward, we're gonna pretend I'm 18. On the same page, cool. Sorry, let me go back. This is my mother's fault. 
because my mother is a very wonderful sex-positive woman in her own way. But she had a moratorium on all subject matter in our house that was in any way deemed racy or naughty or literally anything that wasn't Blue's Clues. <laughs> she had my best interests at heart. And boy, did that fuck her over in the end. Because <laughs> my mom wouldn't let us watch The Simpsons because they were naughty boys. And my mom wouldn't let me watch Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon because people kiss. And my mom let me go on the internet all of the time because, oh boy, she had no idea. <laughs> All right, but this one is my fault because the first time that it ever got in my head that I should look for one of these exciting things online, I typed in girls.com. <laughs> and of course, I was greeted with a tits out, beautiful blonde, perky nipples, and a credit card entry information. And I knew that the buck stopped there. And I felt so guilty. I didn't know what to do. So the moment my mom got home from work that day, I didn't even wait for her to start dinner. I blurted out, I did something really naughty on the internet! And that's when my mom told me the lie that would haunt me. She told me she could see everything I did and that she already knew. She's a smart woman. So in my mind, this meant that I couldn't look for any kind of adult thing. This just meant that I had to masturbate to anything I wanted. E-cards. Stills of Disney animals. <laughs> K jewelry commercials. I didn't see porn for a really long time. I didn't see porn until I started smoking pot in high school. And the way that I saw porn is I was stealing my dad's pot. <laughs> no, sorry, let me go back. My dad's gay. My dad's gay, my parents separated. My dad's gay, my dad's so gay. My dad is really, really gay. How do I know how gay my dad is? I found his porn while I was stealing his pot. <laughs> and in some world, maybe he thought that his nice, sweet daughter would see porno mags and then see the canister of weed sitting behind it and wouldn't put two and two together, I'd say, no, that's not for me. <laughs> no, I just started getting really fucking blazed after high school and masturbating to all of the hard copy gay porn I could get my hands on. <laughs> cocks, 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 big horny cocks. And this was the good hard copy gay porno from the days when hard copy gay porno told a fucking story. That's right, 
Tell me about your neighbor, the roofer. Tell me about the things you did while your wife was gone. Show me the pictures of your tight ass in a jockstrap spreading for that roofer's throbbing, engorged, uncut schlong. And every day, my dad would come home from work and say, honey, you seem kind of upset and sweaty and your eyes are red. And I told him, Daddy, I've been crying. And I don't know what makes me feel worse, that my dad knew that I was smoking his pot and jacking off to his porn and he didn't say anything, or he thought I was crying every day after school. Let me go forward. I didn't know that women who had sex with men didn't know about jock straps. Right? I thought jock straps were something everybody had. I thought jock straps were the perfect Valentine's Day gift for your straight boy lover. I thought jock straps were the baseline lingerie for men. I also thought that everyone had a massive horse dick, and oh boy, was I really disappointed. I'm sorry, let me go forward. My father heard me talking about this on stage. And he told me, honey, I never knew but that really explains your search history in college. Let me go back. Bad 
That song was My Strange Addiction by Billie Eilish. Are you a new or experienced sex educator or coach who feels like an undiscovered secret in your field? Promoting anything sex positive on social media is tough right now. And most of the major platforms are cracking down on anything remotely related to sex and sex positivity. And if you're frustrated with the changing roles and the fear-based sex-negative attitudes that so many social media platforms impose, know that there is help. Register now for the Sex Geek Pros Social Media Deep Dive. If you're ready to transform your business and have clients and customers asking you what your next offering is, the key is social media. Learn how to create social media in an organized and savvy way with the latest updates and informed by people who are actually winning on social media in the sex-positive world. It's taught by internationally recognized sex geek Reed Mahalko and the Intimacy Dojo's Kathy Vartuli, with guest speakers like BDSM and sexuality educator Sunny Megatron teaching you her TikTok secrets, educator and artist Midori sharing the inside track to winning on Patreon, and other guest educators joining in to share the secrets of success on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and more. Sex education changes lives, and the work you're doing is so important, so make sure they can find you on social media. Register now for the Sex Geek Pros Social Media Deep Dive. It starts in August. There's a link in this episode's show notes. Are you a patron of Body Storytelling's Patreon? If so, I want to say thank you because you have changed my life for the better. I'm still producing monthly live shows and live streams and a weekly award-winning podcast, and it's all thanks to my Patreon supporters. You might not know what Patreon is. It's a membership platform that makes it easy for creators like me to keep creating. What would your life look like if Body hadn't become a podcast and a live stream? Would you miss it if it went away? Well, you can ensure that never happens. If you're not a Patreon supporter yet, it's really easy to sign up. Just go to patreon.com slash body and select the level and rewards that you want. For just a few bucks a month, you can help me reach more people with our unique sex positive stories, messages, and education. I want everyone to have access to this sort of acceptance and love that people find at body. It's essential that we reach them wherever they are. We can do that through podcasts and live streams. 
And for the many years that I've been doing body, I made my entire living off of ticket sales to live events. And the pandemic made that impossible. So body would be a thing of the past if not for the monthly help I get on Patreon. And I need help. Body's gone from a live show with an occasional YouTube video to a live event, live streams, storytelling workshops, weekly podcast, with even more on the way. I dream big. We've done a lot of live streams, both on Zoom and of our live shows. And you know where they live? The live stream replays live on Patreon. So when you sign up, you'll get access to not only the upcoming body storytelling live stream, but you'll get the past live streams too. Sign up at the $10 a month level or higher right now, and you can still get a free live stream ticket to our next show, One of Us, on July 22nd. Joining now means that you want this life-saving mission of self-love, knowledge, and empathy to continue, and maybe even flourish and grow. Thanks for listening, and go to patreon.com body right now to become a member. Well, that's our time for this week. Before you go, could I ask you to write a review for us? It would mean a lot. We haven't had a written review in quite a while. And this podcast is about, you know, being able to tell a story about anything, about courage, bravery, and stepping through your shame. People need to know about body. And your good word of mouth could make a huge difference for us. Thanks in advance for that. And thank you to the people who make this podcast possible. Big thanks to David Grossoff. Most Maxwell Smith, Joe Moore, Ruben Tan, Donald Mooney, and podcast producer Roman Den Houdeker. I'm sexual folklorist Dixie Delatour. This has been episode 234 of the Body Storytelling Podcast. Thanks for listening. A big, big love.